Just good. It's Eyes Man the Wizard. And Naima. This is not, not another, another damn, damn podcast. podcast. Presented by Damn Cells 108. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> you know. <old. laughs> ah. Got a shout out to lovely Jazz, first of all. Creator of J Scope, which is the first fitness mm-hmm. belt that covers your entire midsection, ladies, and of course provides 100 percent comfort during your workouts. Get that J Scope body popping. Fourth of July is right around the corner. Oh my gosh. Yep. Gotta get it right and tight. Yes. And summer just allegedly started on Friday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> Although in Chicago, we're feeling some of this, you said, still the polar vortex effect. I think it's the res- um, residue, or such to say, of the polar vortex. <laughs> That's why this the weather's been awful. weird. Even though as we record, this is actually decent today. Yeah. It's a little overcast, but it is like 75, so yeah. summer-like weather, at least, uh, even though the sun ain't really shining, but summer-like. it is feels like summer, at least outside. <laughs> yeah, and I got my summer coat now, so mm-hmm. <laughs> fighting mm-hmm. through, fighting through, but mm. yeah. I'm trying to think, how should we start this podcast? I, I started with this line, um, hello, Twitter world. I don't know if you um been seeing what OJ Simpson been posting lately. <laughs> Why the fuck is OJ Simpson is a, on Twitter? This is exactly what I posted. OJ, hey Twitter, hey Twitterverse, I'm joining Twitter. Nobody, absolutely nobody. Hey everybody, I'm jo- nobody. Nobody asked for you to join Twitter. No one asked you, OJ. The, the video's hilarious. Like, Hello, Twitter world. <laughs> he says one of his first posts is somebody he's not Chloe's father. So, yeah, Bob Kardashian, my buddy, yeah, and his wife, Chris, is like, yeah, I had no interest in her sexually, nor did she in me, so Chloe's not mine. She's a great girl. <laughs> what a fucking clown. But he got, like, almost a million followers, like, in less than a week. So somebody's following his ass. <laughs> oh my gosh. Just go away. Just, you got away with double, my- oh, well, I won't say he did. He no, got with. He got with. You got with double murder. Okay, you got with double murder. And now he's riding that wave for like it's twenty five years later. He's still riding that and murder then, wave, um, basically. And now that was twenty five years ago. You went to jail for some stupid shit that you should not have went to jail for, but that was a made good. We know that and he now, should not have went to jail for and that. Now you out. Now you on Twitter. Hello, Twitter world. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching, like, what the fuck am I watching? Because I watched it, I was like, nobody, absolutely nobody. Nobody wanted you to come on Twitter. There's a lot of parody OJ accounts out there, but this is the royal one and only OJ Simpson account. Because I saw a parody account, and I think that it was a parody account. I was like, because this can't be real. Because it was a picture of OJ and Nicole, and then the caption said, uh, I miss her, she gave gray head, or something like that. I was like, this has to be a parody account. I was like, this... I was like, that can't be real. She said, she gave great head before I cut it off. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Only 25 years too soon, really? <laughs> 25 years too soon? <laughs> that shit was 25 years ago. It made it me feel old. You think about it. It was. It was 94. 94. <laughs> it was 25 years ago yeah. when that shit happened. The yeah. Bronco chase was it like was 25 years ago. during the finals, years too. The, yeah, uh, Houston, the Houston Rockets, Rockets um, New York Knicks finals. Yeah. Feast was going on his prom that same time. Yeah, that was pretty fire. No whole feast is no, which means no whole lamb. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's just wild as fuck though. That was twenty five years ago with that OJ shit. Oh my gosh! But now he's on Twitter. Hello, Twitter world. <laughs> Question: Are you following OJ? <laughs> no, that'd be a negative. He's not getting a follow from me. Neither. I make fun of him. I'm not. I'm not giving him no numbers. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna follow him either. I won't. <laughs> me 
you can just go on this stuff and laugh at him, but I'm right. not following. You don't have to follow to make yeah, fun of him. Yeah, and laugh. Yeah, exactly. Just play and laugh. <laughs> and keep it moving. I'm not going to be one of those million followers or whatever number it is. <laughs> All right, enough of his ass. I had to start it <laughs> off like that. But. Had to start with the clown show. <laughs> but since we are um, kind of in the same lane, oh, you know, he's a, well, nah, we going, nah, we're not talking about more clown shit. Yeah. Oh, okay. But we'll we stay on, dun-dun-dun, dun-dun-dun, little sports. Yeah, so let's talk about the NBA draft. Yes. Took place last Thursday. Yes. Of course, a surprise to absolutely no one, Duke Zion Williamson. Number one draft Number kick. one overall. By the New Orleans Pelicans, it was like the the quickest fucking um the pick is in of course because like that yeah. it's the the dumbest thing was like let's just go back in time again um, about 15, 16 years ago when the old three draft the Cavaliers dragged that shit out like you know you take you know, a LeBron he will have to use the whole three minutes so what yeah. just dun, dun, just waste you know has a little jingle yeah. to me as soon as the fucking um commissioner comes up the uh, that pick should have been in for the Pelicans right. It's like, um, welcome to the 2019 NBA draft. We thank all the fans here in Barclays. Yeah. The first pick by the New Orleans Pelicans. They're on the clock right now. They have three minutes. The pick should have been in right after you finished talking. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I know they got to make shit for TV. They got to drag it out. But that pick should have been in. It's like, so we're not using any of this time. Like, you know who we picking. Stay your ass up there. Adam Silver. You don't even got to walk to the back. Stay Adam at the podium. Yeah. If I'm the Pelicans, I'm like, you don't even, don't even leave the podium. Just stay there right now. <laughs> I liked his speech. It was really nice. Like it was uh, tearful. Oh, and yeah. He got emotional. It was very nice. He had drunk for that whole moment. His, his moment. His whole life. Mm-hmm. Announced by the commissioner, and to be number to one, be I number never one. would have imagined that. Wow. Even a year ago, like Zion wasn't the number one. Like he wasn't like the number one high school player in the country. Mm-hmm. That player is coming up in a couple of picks. Who was? Mm-hmm. But um, Zion just like as play at Duke shot him up to the top right. of that list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But congratulations, Zion. Another no surprise, John Morant. Murray State to the Memphis Grizzlies. Yep. And they dumped uh, Conley. They traded their star. So, like, it's all Morant's show now. Yep. They let him know, like, is yes, so you're not going to have to battle for time with uh, Mike Conley. We trading him away. So, now Mike Conley the said, keys. you want my spot flash? Well, you can't get it. Yep. <laughs> and now Mike Conley's saying, die. <laughs> to be me. <laughs> He got traded to the Utah Jazz. We got a nice little backcourt now with Conley and Donovan Mitchell. So yeah, and then they still have Gobert. They're not a bad lineup. Favors are still out there. They got a decent little lineup out there. I think it look good. You know, yeah. the West is um making some moves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um the number three pick was the guy who was the number one high school player one year ago, mm-hmm. R.J. Barrett, New York yeah. Knicks. Duke teammate of Zion Williamson. And with your car went nuts. You saw Spike Lee. He was going nuts. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Because I said, the Knicks, I think, are going to like RJ. Like, they didn't get Zion, unfortunately, which was the guy they wanted. But, mm-hmm. but I think wanted, he's going to be good. They wanted RJ, though, once. Obviously, they knew they wasn't going to get Zion. Yeah, but. once they saw they got the number three, then they, they accepted the fact, okay, we're not getting Zion, but at least we get one of the best players. Yeah. So, um, and like I said, I'm Zion, I'm not Zion. I'm RJ was projected to be number one one year ago at this right. time. It's just Zion just came out yeah, of nowhere. Yeah, he just skyrocketed, mm-hmm. yeah. And then Morant's play like during the season as well too. Like right. he um started showing what he had. Mm-hmm. Who was his comparison? Was it Lillard? I don't remember who. You know they make them comparisons. I don't, I don't remember. remember. Yeah. I know Darius Garland had a Lillard comparison. Yeah. I forgot who um John Morant. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember either. Yeah. And Zion said Charles Barkley, which is a hell of a, a comparison. That was his comparison. Wow. It was Chuck? Yeah. 
I see a little bit of um. I'm about to go show my age something oh, now. Gosh. <laughs> Anybody remember a man by the name who was alter ego's grandmama? I see some Larry, <laughs> Larry Johnson <laughs> and Zion Williamson. Even physically, yeah. he looks a little bit physically. Yeah. That you said that he and he was the number bit. one pick for the 1991 draft. Grandma so we going way back, yeah. AKA the original Medea. Yeah. <laughs> Probably people who are young. So yeah, he was number one back in '91, and now Zion's number one in 2019. <laughs> I see some Larry Johnson comparisons. Hmm. So if you like part Barkley, part LJ. That's a nice, oh, shit. Yeah. a nice little, uh, nice. I see nice New Orleans. Right I yeah. see y'all. Okay, mm-hmm. I see y'all. And then um, we'll rush through some of these yeah. other picks, yeah. <laughs> it's um, because it was some a lot of trading. It's like the most tradiest. Is that a Trade. word? Tradiest draft <laughs> ever. Yeah. I kept on seeing that pop up, like yeah. Number four pick, a Rizzi belonged to, be to the Lakers, too. who got flipped to New Orleans as part of the Anthony Davis trade, and Atlanta decided to move up because they had like three first round picks, right? Because they had um their own pick. They had the Dallas pick from the Luka Doncic trade last year. And they just made another trade just like about a couple weeks ago with the um, Brooklyn Nets mm-hmm. to get their pick. Like, was that 17, whatever that So, like, right. they had three first rounders. So, I knew they were going to try to sneak into to that sneak up, yeah. top four, which they did. And um, they got their guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, with Darius Garland, was it? What for? What was it? What's that? I, I forget. Was it Darius Garland? We got a lot of picks, yeah. So let me pull it up now. Let's just pull the thing up. I'm trying to go off the top of my head. Why go off the fucking head? Yeah, because I was up. cooking dinner, I think, during that time. So that I was missing. I just kept. No, I was, I was giving the kids a bath. That's what I it was. I was teaching class. I was giving them a bath, the kids. And then I was like, Marcus, I was like, did they pick our pick yet? I was like, did seven go yet? And I was like, I want to see who we pick. I want to see who we I pick. I definitely um, <laughs> was able to get step away from class. Yeah, I was Kobe kids White. Well, we're going to talk about the Bulls pick in just a couple <laughs> minutes. <yeah. laughs> I was able, because, um, yeah, I, I was able to get away from the class. I was like, right oh, now. I have to go to the bathroom conveniently. Mm-hmm. I have to take a pee break conveniently. Now, it was DeAndre Hunter, which is another guy the Bulls were looking at at the time. Okay. Like Hunter, he's a good um three and D guy. Okay. So um, but they have Otto Porter. Maybe they don't think of Otto Porter as long term. Right. So like maybe they were looking at Hunter as a possible some third um three for the future, mm-hmm. possible small forward. But um, what's the name? Atlanta got him because they jumped into that top four yeah. with their trades. So they got a nice little young core in Atlanta. Oh yeah, we're gonna talk some basketball. So you mm-hmm. like it? Sorry, mm-hmm. hey, <laughs> you can go back to talking OJ, but I'd rather talk basketball. <laughs> right now. Hello, Twitter world. <laughs> Hello, Twitter world. Like, I'd rather talk <laughs> basketball. So, yeah, um, DeAndre Hunter went four to Atlanta. Rizzy was the Lakers. Then New Orleans, now Atlanta, that pick. Mm-hmm. So, they got Trey Young. They had John Collins. Now they got DeAndre Hunter. They got a nice okay. young core they're putting together in Atlanta. I like what they're doing, building, slow build through slow the draft. Build. And that's what um teams don't get a lot. That's what Knicks fans especially don't get. Sometimes you got to slow build this shit. Nick fans. Look at the Warriors. Like, yeah, they slow built that yeah. shit. It started with Steph Curry in 2007. About, was it not seven, 2009? Mm-hmm. And then, like, fast forward, like, what, all, what, three championships later? Is it three or four? Three? Yeah. Three championships yeah. later, yeah. So, because they didn't win this year. I was supposed to be four, yeah. Three championships out of that, yeah. So, you had to slow build that shit. Right. They didn't rush that shit, yeah. It's got piece by piece. Okay, let's get Curry here. Okay, let's get Clay a couple years later. Draymond is like slow build. And now let's sign somebody. Now we sign Iguodala. Now we sign Kevin Durant. Like, you got to slow build that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Like everybody wants to rush it. It's like mm-hmm. slow build that shit. We want it now. Yeah, I like Atlanta slow build. Who know like in five years Atlanta could be world champions. Like who knows? Wow. Like, yeah, because yeah, the slow build that shit. And we're gonna talk about our Bulls in a few minutes too. Like mm-hmm. what they're doing. Number five was Darius Garland. So mm-hmm. now Cleveland, um, it's still kind of a mess because they still have the residue of the LeBron team. They like a hybrid team. They still got half of that team and then half like young guys. They got Colin Sexton last year and they just got Darius Garland, but they still have JR and Tristan and guys like that hanging around. Kevin so it's Love. like Kevin Love. They still kind of a mess, that team. They still got to get rid of some of those guys to like really like do a full rebuild. Get rid of Tristan. <laughs> Nobody's trading for Tristan. They just stuck because. with him. <laughs> just because. Kevin Love has some trade value. Tristan and JR pretty much, they just there. You're not getting shit for either of them. I thought we had. Uh, I thought, we I, thought I had trade value. Nope. <laughs> I thought we they could waive them. That's about it. <laughs> they not wow. getting nothing. <laughs> Phoenix, Jared Culver. I think that pick went to Minnesota, who I think also moved up. So like, so it was a lot of trade. Yeah, it was a lot going on. Cause I kept on seeing that in the bottom of the mm-hmm. screen. It was like, yes, and so and so is going to move. I'm like, what? What's going on? But here's the um, bullshit. Is um, when I was nervous around this sixth pick. Because Phoenix, who for years have needed a point guard, mm-hmm. Darius Garland went five to um to went five to Cleveland, and they already have Colin Sexton that like they drafted okay. last year. So it was another point guard. They just drafted a point guard a year ago. That's <laughs> now weird. they got so maybe he's trying to do like that. I said that Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum type backcourt. I don't know what the fuck mm-hmm. they're doing. So then when they didn't get him, and then Phoenix like um ended up trading out of this pick. So I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> So then um, when they took Jerry Culver, then I started feeling better. I was like, okay, Kobe White's still on the board. Do the Bulls take him or are they going to take fucking Cam Reddish? I was nervous. They're going to take Reddish. <laughs> I predicted that weeks ago when we were talking. We had a group chat with yeah, Pisa. You did. I was like, Cam Reddish is going to be a Bull. They love some Duke players. <laughs> our sibling text. I said, I think these fucking bomb point guards are going to be off the board. I think Garland and White are probably going to be gone by the time Chicago gets to pick at seven. Mm-hmm. But then White was still there. I was like, "Take White, don't take fucking um Cam Reddish." <laughs> and my fingers crossing. <laughs> and then like the Chicago Bulls take Kobe White of North Carolina. Yes. <laughs> it's like thank God they did it. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. His comparison, um, which I liked, he said Gilbert Arenas. I'm like, I'll take it. Okay. Gilbert was a beast in his prime yeah. before he started bringing guns to the locker room. Yeah, just as long as Kobe don't bring no guns to the locker room. Yeah. I mean, he became a uh, no chill Gil. Yeah, he's no chill Gil. It's like post gun. <laughs> I forgot about that gun. Yeah, that's oh, why okay. he at least dude brought a gun. Because <laughs> him and um, who the Javaris Crittenton, and he's banned from the league. The other guy, I think he had guns too. Or some shit. That was some wild shit that went on in Washington that year. That gun shit. <laughs> um. Atlanta took Jackson Hayes. That's the pick they sent up to New Orleans for the fucking four through eight. So okay. New Orleans had a nice little haul they got because they got Zion Williamson and then Jackson Hayes is a um, nice um, modern day center. Okay. So their front court is going to be lit. And then combined with all the other young guys, they got Brandon Ingram, like Lonzo might reinvent his career there. So <clears throat> they got some nice pieces. Um, especially like since they lost Davis, like New mm-hmm. Orleans got some nice pieces. You got to Slow build, like I said. Mm-hmm. And then Cam Reddish ended up going 10 to Atlanta. So 
Which they could take a chance there because he's going to be a project player. Because, like, Cam is kind of a loose wire or whatever. Uh-huh. Live wire, I guess, the where I'm missing loose cannon and live wire. <laughs> kind of a live wire, that dude. So that's why I didn't want the balls to get him. <laughs> but the balls ended up taking Kobe White. So what do you think about the draft with Kobe White coming to Chicago? I like it. You said if he's um, a Gilbert Arenas, if he's that. That was a comparison that Billups made mm-hmm. during the drafts. Like, Gilbert, I'm like, I'll take it. Huh? Mm-hmm. If he does turn out to even be, like, half as good as Gilbert, I'm like, that's great. Great pick. I like this fro, too. I like this natural hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah, got I'm the team, nice fro, yeah. I'm team natural. You know, mm-hmm. I do the fro's. <laughs> so him and Levine are going to be excited in the backcourt. So it means Chris Dunn will go to the bench, which I have no problem with. Like no, Dunn, he's a, he's a uh, solid backup. He's a solid backup. I just yeah. don't see him as a starter. No. Yeah. So he definitely can play, but I mean, I just think that the starting role is just a little too much. Especially for uh, uh, point guard, that's like probably the most important position because you're the facilitator. Right. And if you don't have that vision, like that court vision like that, then mm. you're better with that second unit. Yeah. And I'd rather have Dunn as the backup than fucking Archie and shit. So there you Archie. go. <laughs> so Archie's either gone or he becomes third string or something like that. Which he yeah. is. Archie is third string. Third string. At the best You're a third there. string. <laughs> He's not. A, he shouldn't be like getting significant no. minutes on any team. That's why the team lost 60 <laughs> games last year. Because <laughs> Archie. And Archie started a lot of those games because Dunn was hurt. If Archie's just starting point guard, you're not winning many games. I'm yeah. just saying. <laughs> he started a lot of those games. Then the Bulls' second round pick, I'll get to you in one minute, because they got a second round or two at 38. They took Daniel Gafford, big man from Arkansas. So, mm-hmm. fill that bench out, another big yeah. to add to the bench. Because Markinen and Carter, they both going to be, because, like, let's be honest, Felicio's trash. Felicio. not playing. <laughs> if Felicio's getting minutes, you're not going to be Doing good, what too. what he does best, getting paid for nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, they got a nice second rounder right there, too. The second rounder that surprised me was when Bull Bull dropped all the way to forty four. Oh wow! Because like just not even like not even that long ago, like maybe a month or two ago, dude was like projected to be in the top ten, and he had an injury. That's what it was, and maybe mm. the injury is more significant. It's like a year ago when Michael Porter Jr. was projected to go like way like number right. one. He dropped to what fourteen or fifteen yeah, in that draft. Like that, yeah. yeah, Bull Bull dropped all the way to the second round. So I I hope it works out for him because you know I remember, I remember my new bowl yeah, pops back in the day. Yeah, that's yeah, my new son. Yeah, nice. <laughs> but um, yeah, he, he's um once again Denver ended up getting him like Miami drafted but traded him to Denver. So maybe that's gonna be Denver's thing because they took Michael Porter last year. Remember, so get these injured guys and just rehab them. Yep. Like because Porter sat out the entire season, so if they get him and he is like a Kevin Durant type, mm-hmm. which he was projected a year ago. Added to that team they already have. Like, Denver's going to be nice if Michael Porter Jr. is decent and shit. Mm-hmm. And then Bull Bull turns out to be, like, kind of like that shot-blocking machine like his pops was. Like, yeah, yeah they're going to be nice. That was, uh, he mm-hmm. was a beast with that. Yeah, yeah. Was. So, like, they took they can take chances like that because they, like, they were, what, number two in the West. So, Denver can take chances with these players. Right. Because like they already have a stacked roster, so they don't have to worry about If he's a bust, like, who cares? Like, they got a great team. Right. So, yeah, we could take chances on these guys. And if he's and good, if he's then he's good, like, like the hell. high upside, yeah. yeah he turns out to be good. It's like, yeah, it's even better, yeah. Right. If not, like, we got a good team. Who cares, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to kill us. Like, it's not like taking Greg Oden, number one. Like, back then, like, it's not going to kill you. Like, we can take chances on Michael Porter and Bobo. See the face I made about Greg Oden? <laughs> Anything else you want to add about the draft? 
Uh, just looking forward to the new season coming up. Yeah. Um, summer league's getting ready to start in a few mm-hmm. weeks. See how um Kobe White looks with yeah. the Bulls summer league. Team. Yeah, I'll be peeking at that. Mm-hmm. I'll be looking because you know I like to see how the young guys do and everything. Oh, and the end of this week is like the real fun is about to begin because free agency. That's when, yikes, we're gonna see where everybody um. Even though it's um, it's exciting, but not as exciting as it was, let's say a week ago or a week and a half ago, before the KD injury yeah, and Clay and all of that. Yeah. But um, I still don't know what KD is going to do. Is it does he opt in and K- take his team option and rehab on the Warriors time, which I think he should do. I think he should. Like just, you got injured because they probably pressured you to go out there and play. You know they so, did, yeah, because they so were down three one. It's like we need you. We yeah. need you, Kevin. We and need you. He went you. out there when he wasn't a hundred percent and got hurt. Now he's like his career is probably never going to be the same again. Mm-hmm. I take the album the thirty something million and rehab on their oh, time. Dying, and then right. next summer I go unrestricted. Right. That's what I would do if I'm him. Like I get myself one hundred percent. Then I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm not resigning and I'm unrestricted. Now there's nothing you can do. Like so, now I'm a free agent next summer. Yeah, rehab on their dime, Kevin. Mm-hmm. That's what you need to do. Kyrie to the Nets. I keep hearing this rumor come up. It's coming up a lot. Hmm. He's out of Boston. I don't, like Boston is kind of a mess now they because are. you saw Al Horford off out, out. He opted out as well too. Wow. So um, yeah. <laughs> Hayward is going to be there. Hayward's bum ass. Yeah, Hayward's a bum now. Like yeah, sorry Celtics fan, but yeah, he's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I hope he like re- re- recovers, but he wasn't good this past season. Yeah, and they messed up by um by keeping Hayward. They should have got rid of his ass when they saw what they had in Tatum. Right, like never let a freshman take your spot. You saw you got a guy, a dude playing the same position that can ball and shit. Mm-hmm. They should have got rid of Hayward. And I had the perfect trade partner too, Cleveland Kevin Love, because like um they kind of weak at the four with Boston because mm-hmm. um I like Marcus Morris, but like he's not a starter to me. Like he's a second unit guy. So um, they could have made the trade. Then it would have had Kyrie and Jalen Brown at the two, Tatum at the three, Kevin Love at the four, and then Al Horford at the five. It's pretty damn good. But they didn't do it now. Last man, the GM. Give <laughs> me Danny Ainge's job. <laughs> but they had the perfect trade partner with Kevin. He knew Cleveland was about to blow it up when LeBron left. He yeah, said, absolutely. Hey, you want Hayward? Hey, you want in on this? Yeah, while before people knew Hayward sucked, now he's untradeable. Right. Because like people, like he had just played the one game, he got hurt. So in people's mind, the last thing you remember about Hayward was his time at Utah when right. he was an All Star. So Cleveland might have took that. It's okay. Yeah, we'll take a chance. And then you got fool's gold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he's dead. He sucked. And then Danny Ainge would have won again. It's like, <laughs> he would have came up again. It's, time, it's about time Danny Ainge finally lost something. Because <laughs> he would have won again had he made that trade. <laughs> he was like, Kevin Love, like he's balling in Boston now. While Gordon Hayward's terrible in Cleveland. Because <laughs> they needed a small forward, too, because LeBron's replacement. He's like, yeah. So yeah. you take Hayward. Like, yeah, we trade him straight up, straight up for love. No picks or nothing. Just straight up trade. But they didn't do it. <laughs> yeah, that would have been funny. But never well, not happened. for Cleveland, but mm-hmm. that would have been funny. <laughs> but it didn't have. Now they stuck with his bum ass, so he's untradeable. <laughs> Anything else about NBA? Because we're like twenty minutes in. Like, <laughs> well, not about NBA, but basketball still. Uh, the big three started this past weekend. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out so Ice I watched Cube. a little bit of it. Mm-hmm. You mentioned Greg Oden earlier, and mm-hmm. he was killing. He was out there dunking everything. Yeah. <laughs> he was mm-hmm. dunking. Greg Oden found new life in the big mm-hmm. three. I predict what's the name is coming there next summer. Carmelo Anthony probably is. will be the MVP of the, the 2020 MVP <laughs> of the big three. 
Remember where you heard it first, <laughs> Carmelo. Like I think it. his NBA career is over. I like the uh, big three because, I mean, I was seeing all type of names that, like, I hadn't heard in years. Like, I, saw, I was like, wait a minute. I was like, is that um, I was like, is that Jermaine O'Neal? Mark is like, yeah, that's Jermaine O'Neal. Yeah. I was like, is that so-and-so? Is that so-and-so? You know, mm-hmm. it was just really like, wow. You know, seeing these guys and, you know, you always wonder, like, whatever happened to It's like mm-hmm. now they're doing the big three. Joe Johnson is in it. Yeah. Um, no chill Gill is in it, you know. It's I like, like it, yeah. Yeah. Like no, these aren't bums. These were like star play, yeah, quality these are players. All star yeah. players, yeah. It's good to see these guys like get another chance. Mm-hmm. I like it. Play uh, the half court, yeah. So mm-hmm. it was nice like watching them get out there and mm-hmm. do their thing and And then um big three is coming back to Chicago in August. Yes, I wanna go. I'm trying to be in there. So I wanna go. We'll see I what happens. Go. I'm trying go. to be in there. Yes, I do wanna go. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think it'd be a good activity for uh, the kids. I'm definitely trying to be in there. Because yeah. I went last year to hope, yeah. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it seems like it's more, you know, like kind of like that happy meal. Because it's not like NBA, but then it's not Harlem Globetrotter either. So it seems like it's kind of like mm-hmm. a bridge in between the and two. It's not really street ball, so it's not like the Wreckers. It's, well, it's like somewhere in the like in the middle somewhere, like you mm-hmm. said. It's like NBA quality, but it's more relaxed than yeah. NBA. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I don't know, like the kids might kind of be. Well, Ari was like okay at her first basketball game. Mm-hmm. She liked being the bull. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, she liked me, but you know, you want to be kind of relaxed for the kiddos. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, like what Cube is doing, yeah, 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 yeah. Huh? Yeah, saw him on the TV with his uh, wife. They look great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they still look great, both of them. But yeah, uh, did you see the whole Lavar Ball mess on ESPN? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm uh, you can shift gears anytime. What's her <laughs> name? Molly, Molly, what was her name? Um, unless she's Jalen's wife. I can't think of her as Molly Shannon. What is it? I forgot. No, Molly Shannon is superstar. What the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> Molly something. I can't think of her name. But you, I know that she's with Jalen Rose. Because people were saying mm-hmm. that, uh, is he trying to shoot his Wally shot? Quirm. Quirm. Okay, that's yeah, her name. I, I can't couldn't think of her name. Either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um... Was it? I think LeVar was just trying to be funny. He just wasn't. Because it didn't seem sexual, what he said. Not at all. I think he was just trying to be funny. It didn't seem mm-hmm. like, yeah, you could shift gears on me anytime. It's just, he's just trying to be funny. And it just came off as awkward. He came off as creepy. His even back though. Because <laughs> I was like, when I saw it, I was like, this is and what you can tell she was uncomfortable. Yeah, for, that's probably what it was. She she probably was just throwing her back. I think the only thing she like was looking at is some Me Too shit. I think she was just throwing, taking it back, and then you know, like the um, the fucking media got a hold of it, and that's the Don't ones that made it. Don't let that man big, talk yeah. to you like that. Mm-hmm. You have rights. It's like okay, I didn't, I didn't feel like it was sexually inappropriate. Just from my standpoint, I didn't think it was. Is Levar is just a clown? He says shit like that, like yeah. uh, tries to be funny, and really wasn't. <laughs> He's LeVar Ball. Shift. Like, let's shift gears for you. Can we shift gears? You can shift gears on me anytime. Yeah, and like he's just talking about. He didn't mean like shift gears on him and shit. Yeah. <laughs> like sexually, I don't think. Not at all. Well, shout out Breakfast Club, which I'm gonna talk about in a little bit. Um, when they they did the question on their show about the LeVar Ball, was it inappropriate what he said? And they went a whole another direction with it. Is um, they played the clip from Boys in the Hood. When Trey was like lying to his pops furious about his first time getting some, 
Oh, yeah? He said, hey, but do you drive stick? I could learn. It's like, you teach me. If you teach me, it's like, hey, it's like LeVar didn't say it like that. It's like, right. that. it wasn't said like it was that. Like, it was like, the media made it, it was like, and you went to like that. Like, do you drive stick? I could learn. If you teach me, it was just like, you could shift gears anytime. And like, this is what you saw. I think he was just trying to be funny. It just wasn't, though. <laughs> It just sucked. Like, he just told a bad joke. I think he's, I think he's LeVar Ball, and this is the man who said that he was better than Michael Jordan, so. Mm. And he said the Lakers is never going to win another championship after trading Lonzo. <laughs> now, I now want them to win. <laughs> <laughs> just... <laughs> 20 years. <laughs> they ain't winning nothing no times. Well, they got Davis. They were playing, well. And they still got cap room. We'll see what they do this yeah, we'll summer see. before I, um. And we'll with the Warriors being hurt, like anything can happen. NBA is kind of wide open, mm-hmm. and we don't know what Kawhi is going to do. If Kawhi returns to Toronto, which I think he should, then they probably repeat. Right, because you won a championship, so go back. Yeah, why not? Do your Houston, the city loves do Houston. Do your Houston thing, get your two in, while uh, when the Bulls went down because Jordan left, so get your two in, sneak yep. in, and get then get back out. to back, yeah. If you know when the Warriors come back and whoever else, mm-hmm. it's other teams that could be yeah. in the... Denver? <laughs> Milwaukee, it's like it's some nice young teams that are rising Houston right now. Houston still, I mean, like yeah, Chris, they still got Chris Paul and um and James, James Harden, Harden, so they not you know yeah. they not they don't suck, and they were like what a half a game away from making the NBA Finals a year ago. Yeah, they almost made it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like they're waiting in the wings, you know. <laughs> Especially these young teams, like I said, you got Denver out west, you got Milwaukee, Milwaukee like. And they both got Giannis and Joker. Philadelphia. They both Philly, how can I forget about my Philadelphia? I was like, the process. I was on process. that. Yeah, I was on that early. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> they got to resign Jimmy first and foremost. Like, that's what it is. The J, the I, the M, yeah. the M. <laughs> so, like, the GM just needs to be like, Elton Brand needs to say, tell Jimmy he can't hide. <laughs> Elton Brand needs to be all over him right now. <laughs> so, I had to get it in. He's the GM over there? Yeah, Elton Brand's the GM. No. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah, wow. Yeah. <laughs> So he definitely Who needs knew? to be all over Jimmy Butler right now. Get him to reset because they need. If Jimmy leaves, then uh, they still have Simmons and Embiid, but I don't think that's enough to no. like compete in the new. And East. Jimmy gives him that uh, mm-hmm. veteran experience because he's a veteran. Mm-hmm. So and it's a keeps you a closer right there. Yeah. Like Jimmy is that too. Like Tobias Harris, not as much. If they lose him, that's more like gravy. It's like you just mm-hmm. yeah, he's just doing too much. Like if they lose him, like is. It'd be cool to retain him, but like, but they, Jimmy is the guy they got to resign. Mm-hmm. I think they will resign him because they can offer him like that super max. Yeah. Like, so I think they're just going to throw a suitcase of money at Jimmy Butler. Secure like, the yeah. bag, Butler. Secure yeah. the bag. <laughs> so it's like, so it's leaning towards him resigning because um, I don't see him going to the Lakers. Clippers, maybe, but they still trying to get Kawhi. So the Knicks are still out there. I don't know. If I, would, you, I would say the Knicks. Would you rather go to the Knicks, the Clippers, or just stay with Philly? I think stay what, with Philly. I think what you got in Philly is like yeah, it's pretty good. Likely and Billy Crystal ain't enough to get me to switch. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. And neither one of those teams have won shit in our life. Exactly. The Clippers ain't never won fucking teams. <laughs> like, yeah. And the Knicks haven't won since the early seventies. Like, at least, uh, at least uh, Philadelphia. At least you can get some cheesesteak. You know, get mm-hmm. a Philly cheesesteak out there. You know, you can do yeah. that, but. I feel like they get close at one point with AI, with but they AI. ran into the Shaq and Kobe. Though. Yeah, yeah. They, they got close to winning, but wasn't going to happen against that no, team. Not <laughs> against them. Nah. But we'll see what's going to happen. Mm. But, uh, oh, back to the little bar. I, like like you said, I don't think that it was meant like that, but. 
I think he was just trying to be funny. It just wasn't funny. That's what I think it was. But it's just like, I don't like the innuendo, like making uh, just black men look like they're like sexual predators. That's just mm-hmm. like where my mind went because I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't like just the whole. Mm-hmm. It's like we have a whole history in the United States of that of black man lusting after the white, white woman. woman and yeah. white woman. It's like this black man tried to, this this large black man, let's call it spade to spade. Mm-hmm. This large black man is being sexually he aggressive with me, me. He made me uncomfortable. And then it's like, oh, we're going to do this. And, you know, like people were lynched for it. Emmett Till was murdered for it. I didn't want to go there. Emmett Till was murdered because of him allegedly lusting after after a white woman. So Mm -hmm. I just don't like the history of it. So whenever someone... It just doesn't look right. It doesn't look right. It doesn't. I don't know if if they were pushing a racial agenda in the media. It just didn't look right, though. Mm -hmm. Whether they were or weren't, it just still felt uncomfortable to me. And let's it like, like, as much yeah. as you call uh, it didn't LeVar, say it didn't, they didn't say it was racial, but it felt racial. Yeah, that as makes much as you call Lavar uh, a clown and everything like that, but one thing that's always been consistent is he's a black father who's involved with his children. Family man, yeah. He's a black father who is involved with his children, and hey, shout out Duval and Charlemagne. Black men don't cheat. <laughs> heard the stories of Lavar Ball being out there and bullshit. Yeah. He's into his family. It seems like his family and man. When yeah. you look at, and when you look at um. Like, just the way the media shows stuff, it's like the whole, um, like, we need to do, a, like, they need to do a remix, uh, like, okay, black men don't cheat, black men are good fathers, let's do a song like that, because it's mm-hmm. like, you know, the media show you that, oh, all these the kids are fatherless. family and all of that shit. No, we didn't grow up fatherless, my kids ain't fatherless, it's like, no, it's like, black men are family men, black men are with their families. Black men are good Shout fathers. Out to my Breakfast Club brethren, like DJ Envy and Charlemagne, are both their devoted black husbands and they're, they're very involved in their kids' life. They're both like good fathers. <laughs> they, they do exist, like the Eminem mm-hmm. commercial. They yeah. do exist. Black fathers being involved with their kids mm-hmm. do exist. So, I mean, let's not. I mean, some of the other agenda that Lavar does, like I said, he is a clown on some shit. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, he just says he's ridiculous shit. Like he's a clown as far as like just he, he's. He's a clown, like you know, on that Kanye level. You said, like, yeah. you say dumb shit all the time. Because yeah. I like the <laughs> attention. I like the stir of the attention. But yeah. as far as um, everything that he is with his family and the way he uh, does with his boys and everything, I like everything about what he does with his boys, mm-hmm. about how he's very involved with his children and mm-hmm. giving them a good foundation. And, and I'm rooting for Lonzo. I want him to make it in New Orleans. Like, I want him to um, turn it around. Because mm-hmm. things didn't go. As planned in LA. Right. He wasn't terrible. It just didn't work it out. Didn't he just wasn't out. the star that he was projected to be. Mm-hmm. That's all. He's more of a role player. And that of a could have been some of that to the pressure of like you're in your home city. So home it's like, city. that's a lot of pressure. LeBron showed up like yeah. that's once. Yeah. Like you're in your home city and the best player on the planet joins your team. That's a lot. Man. And then your dad talks <laughs> yes. a lot. Your dad just won't. He's in the media yeah. talking like, yes, my son is going to. So like, you're getting away you from chill. all that. You get away from the home team. You get away from LeBron. That could be good for him. Yeah. You come into a young team. Like I said, Pelicans are like a new young team with Zion and all of the new guys they got. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're away from that um, that media circus in L.A. Yeah. Now you and yeah, the Big Easy. You definitely should be more laid back down there. So. Maybe Lonzo can turn it around some, uh, there. Get you some jambalaya, some crawfish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hook up, some, get some, hook up some Zatarans. <laughs> That's the first place I heard Zatarans <laughs> in New Orleans. We got family down right. there. And they brought it to, they brought it here. We we're like, this is fire. Like, he made some fish. Yeah, we were like, oh, uncle, this is yeah, mutuali. Yeah, yeah. Like, this like, is fire. fire. <laughs> what is this? He said, it's Zatarans. It's at New Orleans. Y'all know about like, this in that? Chicago. 
So every time he came in, like, he said, bring some of that Zatarans. <laughs> like, hype, bring some of that Zatarans. Exactly. Yeah. Bring some of that Zatarans. It was before they started selling, selling it, it outside. It was like, yeah. yeah, this was like back in the 80s or something. Yeah. He, brought, he fried that fish and we're like, God damn, this is fire. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when he first made that Louisiana style uh, chicken mm-hmm. and the hot sauce when you buy it and the hot sauce is in the yeah. chicken already. I was like, this is fire. That Cajun cooking. Yeah, yeah like, this is delicious. Yeah. <laughs> Should I remember the show back in the day, Justin Wilson's Louisiana cooking? I guarantee. I guarantee you remember <laughs> yeah. that dude. <laughs> I guarantee. That's what it felt like when we were eating the chicken. I felt like I was watching that show. <laughs> that was what I, I hate. guarantee. I yeah. guarantee. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> He had the, the um, you know how they talk down there, the Creole, uh, the Cre- what it is. Yeah, the- <laughs> <laughs> like they speak in English, but you really don't understand half what they're saying. Like, uh-huh. like, so. <laughs> what saying. Like in Jamaica, the Patois. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was like, oh, what? Like, I heard like maybe or 10% like, what you said. Or like Irish. Like they technically speak English, but you don't mm-hmm. know what half. Yeah, he made it. Yeah. <laughs> It's like the fuck is this guy talking about? You know he's speaking English. Conor but, McGregor. Um, yeah. yeah, like Conor McGregor. Like I don't know what the fuck he's talking about half the time. <laughs> like twenty percent, exactly. I understand. Yeah. Another eighty is like yeah. you just smile and nod. Like uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> she just said. <laughs> I just smile and nod a lot of times. Mm. But um, oh. Shifting gears? You can shift gears anytime, kid. With shift me. Gears anytime. Shift times anytime with me, kid. <laughs> Did you hear about speaking to people who just you open the door about stuff that was local? Well, they got a local thing going. What's up? Have you heard of uh Nikki Howard and Jackie Wright? Who are they? They are known as the Furlough Sisters. Okay. Remember their story? They were government workers, and when the government shut down, they had the government shut down, and they didn't get paid for like a month. Yeah. So, you know, bills started piling up. They're like, I have a child in yeah, college. bills don't stop. I have this, I have that. So they had it's to... Just because the government is on bullshit, mm-hmm. the, the bills don't care. So they had It'll to open fine. up and go inside their savings, and they said that they had to basically deplete all their savings. So while they were... um you know, feeling at the low point of their life, like we're just so behind everything, these bills are stacking up. What do you do? Mm. I'm gonna make a cheesecake. One of the sisters was a great baker. It's a great baker. Okay. Make the cheesecake, and then her sister and she was like, "Oh, this makes me forget all my trouble. We should sell this." Light bulb, ding! They started slinging these cheesecakes, so they called the furlough cheesecake, mm. and they started selling their cheesecake. The word, the cheesecake was so good. Word of mouth, social media popping. They went viral. They got so viral. Ellen put him on her show. And Ellen gave them $20,000 to get their business going. Okay. It's kind of like the fucking patty pie all over you. Mm-hmm. Except you didn't have it. on my own. <laughs> that fat dude. <laughs> With that fat ass. <laughs> that was the only difference. Patty! You didn't have that, yeah. Patty! <laughs> he should have made a video for them and shit. Yeah. That fucker. <laughs> I don't think we can afford him now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Ellen gave that 20 Gs. And then... um. Ever since then, um, they they were able to quit their jobs and like they've been just making their cheesecake. Mm. But now 
the blessing that happened for them. They signed with Patty Pies. I'm well, you're close. <laughs> Their pies start in August. Their pies are going to be sold in 100 Walmart stores in the D.C., so Maryland, Maryland and Virginia area. They'll be next to Patty Pies. That's where Patty Pies started. Walmart was the first place I saw one. So they're about to be in Walmart. So I'm like, okay, when are you guys going to be in Illinois? Because I want to get me a piece of that uh, that cheesecake yep. now. I want to try some of that. So I'm on my own. <laughs> But I just thought that that was just such a good, a feel good story because it's like at your lowest point, you're just like, never know. You know, they, okay, mm-hmm. let's make this cheesecake. And mm-hmm. they were able to, now it doesn't even matter. Like they quit their government jobs, they quit their jobs. Exactly, yes. And now they're like with this yeah. great, they have this great I, business venture. I know, know somebody who's trying to quit their government job, somebody I'm very close to. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. I'm just saying. <laughs> you just very know. close person, <laughs> literally in figures, really close in proximity. <laughs> and I'll leave it at that. <laughs> but you just never know when you know your opportunity is going to be. So mm-hmm. when your opportunity comes, like the sister was saying that. um that somebody told her and they was like, it was people who have been waiting a year to get in your spot who was waiting to present to the board at Walmart. But then somebody just, I think somebody on the inside was another person who has a product at Walmart. And then she like called up the the director or whatever. It was like, you got to get them in. And then mm. the director like reached out like, no, nah, y'all come in and present. So they came in, killed their presentation. Like we got these cakes and boom mm. and... And the, everything is just they like everything is just happening so fast for us. It's just that's how shit happens. Once starts shit starts rolling, it really it does. Roll, yeah. It's like the snowball effect. It really just starts, yeah, going and down, growing and growing, growing and growing. And growing. And the other thing I keep on saying, support black businesses. I always, always, I always yeah. put the fist up for mm-hmm. that. So shout out, I'm gonna tag them in this. Miss Nikki Howard and Jackie Wright, the furlough sisters, furlough cheesecake. Mm-hmm. So. Um, looking forward to them and you know eventually it is going to get to these parts so i want to get a cheesecake so you know let's get this to illinois so i want to try a cheesecake okay yes mm. <laughs> that was my feel good story because i feel i'm gonna get a little heavy at the end you know mm, okay Oh, and uh, since we are going to keep on uh, government stuff, I'll just like give a shout out uh, to local news. Um, J.B. Pritzker, uh, the AFSCME uh, union, did uh, agree to ratification with the Pritzker administration. So uh, the AFSCME uh, union, who does cover the state workers, the state workers now finally have a contract. Mm. The state workers didn't have a contract for four years. <laughs> it expired in uh, June of 2015. So for four years, state workers didn't have a contract. And now it's been rectified. And J.B. Awesome. Prisker did what he what he, what he he promised in his campaign. So he kept his word. He kept his word. So that's all that we ask of politicians. Just keep your word. Just when you go out there and run, don't, don't run for the sake of getting votes. And then we nig. Mm. You know, we don't like that. So congratulations. State workers. Okay. Yes. I got to shift to um unfortunate news. Oh Lord. Rep repping the West Coast YG. He was arrested um oh. in L A B T weekend like what? Uh, early Sunday morning. So literally like the day of the show. Yeah. Looks like um he was bobbing and weaving on the Sunset Strip around one forty five in the morning. 
They said the cops, um, yeah, they, okay, they, they were all over. They swarmed his ass and they locked, yeah, slapped the cuffs on and everything. So I'm still getting, um, news on this story as it's breaking because oh this just happened like not too long before we recorded this. So, um, come on. BET weekend, you in your hometown? Come on, YG. Yeah, because BET weekend is supposed to be about celebrating, you know. A lot of my people are out there. Yeah, I saw the Instagrams. Yeah, I didn't go because it's, uh, yeah, I got shit to do here. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to build something right now, so it wasn't the time. Let's positive vibe. Maybe not another damn podcast. Maybe on the road next year for it. Yeah. Especially, or like. um Positive vibe. Yeah, positive vibe. keep it going. <laughs> And um, I'll break on since um, I talked about planting seeds and growing right now. Um, this past Friday, started the Breakfast Club Yay. in Rockford. So if you're in the Rockford area, listen Power 106.3. You'll hear yours truly, Ozman the Wizard, holding it down with DJ Envy, Angela E. Charlemagne the Guy with the Breakfast Club. Oh, that's my DJ Envy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your local hype man in Rockford for that one. Yes. So I'm handling all Rockford business with the breakfast. And I club. listen live on um online. Okay. You can listen live too. Mm-hmm. So because obviously I'm not in Rockford. So I right, was like, yeah. let me just go on live. Mm-hmm. And I clicked on my phone. And I was listening while I was getting ready for work Fantastic, Friday morning. Yeah. Before the kids woke up, because once they woke up, then they started. First day got a huge response. Yeah, nice. it went um went well. I'll say it went it went it couldn't have gone any better than what I expected. <laughs> well, your mind, you don't know how shit's going to go. Yeah. Right. Cue with response. Shout out Yee. Like, Angela Yee, like, showed me love on Twitter about hey. that. So, it's definitely, um, it's went, it went as, well, as well as, about as well as it could have gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I'm excited about that, seeing where this bounce carries me. And it's all about just opportunity. Like, I keep on saying that opportunity, when opportunity knocks for you, you got to. Because I've door. been you doing radio a long time. I've never done mornings. Mm-hmm. I ran bored from when I was like behind the scenes for like a right. morning show, like about a year and a half. But mm-hmm. I've never hosted mornings. Like so, this is a definitely a new opportunity. Mm-hmm. Being a morning man, so <laughs> definitely <laughs> stepping outside of my comfort zone. So because yeah. yeah. mornings are a little more than is you're doing more in the morning than mm-hmm. like other day parts. So you got to give um, traffic updates and the weather and all that mm-hmm. stuff that you know that's important to people and right. shit. So um, morning radio is definitely a different beast. Mm-hmm. So I'm stepping outside my comfort zone. But listen, Power 1063 in Rockford, or you could listen online. There's ways to check me out doing that. Yes. Excited, definitely. Yay. I'm happy for you. Mm-hmm. Well, like I said earlier, I'm going to have to get heavy now. You know, I have to address things. So, we're going to have to keep on having this conversation for it to happen. Um, you're talking about Mitch McConnell's dumbass. Is that yes. where you're going? Uh, you, you could exactly tell I was going. Um, let's let, let's do a word. to let's, The word of today for our Sesame Street fans is repara- reparations. Reparations is the word of the day. Reparations. <laughs> now, children, you may ask, what are reparations? Well, reparations is what is owed to you. Quick answer, I would say reparations is righting a previous wrong. Right. Yeah, what is owed to you? Yeah. It's a make good. Mm-hmm. That's the short answer. I don't have uh, my my Wikipedia or whatever to give like the <laughs> defining Webster definition of it, but 
Mitch McConnell <clears throat> decided to say that reparations are not a good idea. And we've been trying to do things right for the last 150 years because no one alive today, no alive today has owned a slave, owned slave. And no one has ever been a slave that's been alive today. Side eye. And then he said, you know, we have the civil rights movement. We elected Barack Obama. We elected a black president in America. Yeah, I, yeah. My face when I saw that, I was like, "This, I was like, this has to be the onion." I that's my that was my first thought. I was like, "This can't be real. This has to be I've the said onion." It, before. it cannot be real. I'll say it again. <laughs> that cannot be real. The Tea Party did not exist until after two thousand and eight, when Barack Obama was elected. Coincidence? I'm just saying that party did not exist. Well, so racism is really dead, even though some of the most racist folks have come to the surface since the black president was elected. Coincidence? I think not. Well, let's unpack that. Since you wanted to say Barack Obama, and shout out to Kareem for posting this to me, and I saw on somebody else's page, Kareem sent me this in Messenger, and I just forgot to uh, post it. But he did the Bart Simpson's line. You know how Bart Simpson writes the lines at the mm-hmm. beginning of uh, the Simpsons intro? And it said, Barack Obama... It's not reparations. Barack Obama is not reparations. Barack Obama is not. He had him writing lines. Barack Obama is not reparations. He's not. So let's unpack that. You said that because we have a black president that we don't need reparations. Like racism Barack, is dead. And so I, by saying that, you're implying that that the Barack was appointed president. No, he had to win the elections to get that hit. First of all, he <laughs> had to win the election. Secondly, when he won the election, he had to first defeat the power, the mighty powerful Clintons. The Clintons, yeah. And then, like, when when the um beat McCain in the general election, mm-hmm. so it wasn't just given. Like, <laughs> Barack yeah. had to Here, earn that shit. Yeah. Black man, president. It wasn't like that, but so it's definitely not reparations because it wasn't given. He had to fight to get that shit. But even in that, with his election, um, with him being elected president. Was he open with open arms? Was he welcome with those open arms and warm and fuzzy and all that? I said tea party. I remember seeing um, pictures of him. You know how I said hope and people wrote rope and then they had a noose around his neck. Very racial. That's racist. Very racist. Um, I saw characters of him looking like a monkey. Mm -hmm. I saw him with watermelon. Not to mention the whole um, caricatures of him Trump with watermelon, fucking um, birth certificate controversy and all of that. He's not really American. He's a Muslim born in Kenya and all of that. Yeah. But most of your wives are born. Let me stop there. Most of your wives weren't even American citizens. So shut up. If you if you fucking somebody which, who's not American citizen, you can't Barack say shit. Put the fucking you thing can't say on the shit. Big screen Sit down at the White House <laughs> press um press um yeah. I am real American. say. <laughs> And Trump's in there looking dumb. So yeah, but unfortunately, like that it might be the reason why Trump decided to run for president after Barack bitch slapped him at that press con- <laughs> that press dinner. <laughs> I wish Obama would just gave him the middle fingers. Yeah. <laughs> middle fingers up, he so on, middle fingers. Unfortunately, that one event might have motivated Trump to run for president. He's like, yeah, you make me look bad. I'm gonna run for president. You make like, yourself <laughs> look bad. Barack did. Every time you open your mouth, you make yourself. You look saw him sitting in the audience looking dumb. Like, yeah. Looking like how he always looks dumb. <laughs> <laughs> so, so all this stuff saying that, okay, that racism was dead. Because Barack was just so, he was just open with warm, you know, welcome with uh, arms and hugs and kisses. And mm-hmm. he was welcome like that to be the president. You guys try to block him at every turn. Everything that Obama tried to vote for and do, it's like, it could have been this. 
I found the cure for HIV. No, we're going we're gonna to veto it. I found the cure for cancer. We're going to veto it. It could have been that. Top of the lesbian healthcare. <laughs> healthcare. We want people. We're going to veto it. What? Universal uh, pre-K for kids. We're going to veto. What, what the hell? Like, it could be anything like that. Expanded Medicare. Veto, veto it. that. It's like, so yeah, you want the elderly to like not have access to healthcare either. <laughs> Free education. Mm-hmm. We're going to veto that. Veto mm-hmm. that twice. <laughs> what? But it just shows that if a black man, no matter what the idea is, if it's a great idea, if it's a black person giving it, we don't want it. Because it's not good. It's just not. So that's how I feel about that. So unpacking that whole thing, the Obama thing, so that doesn't even um, equal. So what's your next excuse? Okay, slavery ended 150 years ago, plus nobody alive. Okay, whatever. Yada, yada, yada. Civil rights. Yada, yada, yada. Um... Another thing that was met resistance, civil rights, that wasn't just exactly. handed. Exactly, it wasn't handed. And that was even um, a bigger fight than fucking Barack getting elected. Like, people died to get the civil rights thing passed. Yeah. And then, like, <laughs> so, the sneaky stuff about doing things to make it extra difficult for black people to register to vote. Like, mm-hmm. oh, well, you have to... Because mom, like, talked to me about that saying, like, you have to, like, know how many grains of sand are on the beach. Like, you know, given like so that you couldn't possibly not know, like possibly have never have known. And Mm. just so you couldn't vote. And I actually saw a video that somebody posted. um, And it was from 1978. Mm -hmm. So let's unpack that. 1978. Mm -hmm. So our generation, (laughs) either we were little, little kids or about to be born. Mm -hmm. Like you were a little, little kid. I was about to be born. So, it's like it was a video showing um like the race riots between children and they were like preteen teenage kids and the white kids were like just harassing the black kids cuz it's like they were like during this time um black families started moving into middle class areas and the white people didn't want these mm-hmm. n words moving into their neighborhood so that's how they welcomed them like mm-hmm. no we don't want you and then they showed the kids talking and they were crying they were just so upset like you know rocks being thrown at me they're saying n-word get out my neighborhood this and that and this was 1978 i think it was somewhere um east coast i want to say like new york somewhere in that region i can't remember what city it was but mm-hmm. this video of 1978 showed that real video and let's talk about all the shit um brown versus board of education 1954 this dumb young girl has to be accompanied by marshals just to go to school. Like, and shit. To to school. Around like little old Ariana. Like yeah, that, little yeah. girl. Yeah. With the uh, braids in her hair, like little the little ponytails mm-hmm. in her hair, little braids. And yeah. This just little, going to young class child. and not like grown adults like shouting the N word in their face mm-hmm. and all that because they integrate in the school. Like. So this is where we come from. So do and you, let's talk you about that we don't need whole civil rights. Yeah, Martin Luther King and all of that. Like people like to look at all uh, Martin Luther King now. Like they like to rewrite history. Mm-hmm. He's a great American, a hero. But like, yeah, now. But like when he was alive, like pss, he was one of the most hated men in America mm-hmm. <laughs> by them. It's like yeah, he was one of the most hated men in America. Shout he got hit in the head right here in Chicago. Shout out to y'all uh, putting Dr. King quotes on his birthday every year, and you guys yeah. are some of the most racist people I know. Exactly. Shout out <laughs> to some people I know. Shout out. He got hit in, in <laughs> Chicago in the sixties. He got hit in the head with a rock while giving a speech. Yeah. In the, in Chicago. In Chicago. Not the South. In, the in North. Chicago. In the North. <laughs> He got hit in the head in the rock. Personal uh, day, Chicago redlining. Mm, the redlining shit, yeah. Redlining. Mm-hmm. 
other day in Chicago, you couldn't move west or western. Remember, mom always told that back in the day. Yeah, she's like, you cannot. Don't even go west of western. Yeah, black people could not yeah. move west of western. Mm-hmm. You cannot. It's a big deal. The first blacks that moved past Western, that was yes. like that was blocked off for years. Western was like um the city limits for us as black folk. Mm-hmm. We didn't know the city even existed past Western. Mm-hmm. We know the city went all the way over to Harlem in some spots. Hey, we right. didn't know that. We shit. didn't know that. It ended at Western for black folks because they didn't want us over there. So once you unpack all of that, you can see all the racist things that has happened. Like I said, you don't even have to go back to the 50s, the 60s, it's still going on today. The harassment, the mistreatment of black people, just what, what's saying, happening? So the reason why Colin Kaepernick is not in the NFL right now is pure racism. Exactly. Nothing else. <laughs> Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf, why his career was, uh, was shortened. Yes, and he was in his 20s, like career yeah. over. Craig Hodges was in his early 30s. His career, career was over. over. Like, these weren't like guys, like these weren't guys that were like washed up and past their prime. Mm-hmm. Like um Hodges was in his prime and Abdul Rauf hadn't even hit his mm-hmm. yet. Hodges like, did just won a championship. Yeah, back to back. <laughs> yeah, two, championships two championships with the Bulls. Won yeah. a three point contest back yeah. to back. Yeah. To so just be out of the NBA after all of that, like in like it was um, how many teams in? It wasn't 20. It was like 27 teams. So mm-hmm. 26 other teams don't want to sign this dude. Right. A um, sharpshooter <laughs> in his prime and shit. Mm-hmm. Nobody, could, even if the Bulls couldn't use him, not the other 26 no couldn't other use this guy. Could use his Nobody wanted to sign him. I'm just saying, man. Yeah, like this. It's <laughs> coincidence. I don't think so. Pure racism. <laughs> Abdul Rauf got a whole um, national anthem controversy. Same thing. He was, what, like 27, 28, something mm-hmm. like that? Yeah. Like you just hit, about to hit your prime at that time. You get approaching 30. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Out of the league, yeah. Because <laughs> they was like, he was a Steph Curry with the shot boy before Steph Curry with the shot boy. Yeah. Abdul Raouf, mm-hmm. yeah. He was the truth with the shooting. Mm-hmm. The truth. But. And Cap now, like, Cap's in his, what technically should be in his prime. Mm-hmm. Been out of the league since what, 2016, 17, something yep. like that? Been out for a minute out of the, mm-hmm. out of the NFL. Said nobody could use him uh, on their bench. Like I'm not talking about making him the star of your team, but like nobody could use him to like as a, a backup, backup quarterback, quarterback. Nobody could use him. Nobody could use Cap on their bench. I'm just saying. <laughs> Pure racism. Mm-hmm. So you have to unpack that. So for you, I keep on saying this: stop burying your head in the sand of racism. Mm-hmm. Stop doing it. We have to address it. We have to address that racism. It's still alive and well. It's still breeding. It is. Because people pass it down. It's a generational thing. People pass it down from generation to generation to generation. Children don't know about racism. Mm. They don't. It's learned. They learn from their parents. And with the whole Tea Party movement combined with Trump getting elected, is um, like racism is, I hate to say it, it's kind of popping now. Yeah. It's like 10 years ago, like... Um, you had to hide being a racist. Now yeah, you, you, you can kind of be an open racist now with very little consequences. Mm-hmm. It's like um, it's, it's a different world now. But I like I like it though. I like how you know. I oh, want, I want my racist open. I want to know. I want you. I want you smiling in my face. Like if you're a racist, I want to be the first one to know. So exactly. I'm. That's one good thing that um, it's come to the surface. We can see who you really are. I do like that. Mm-hmm. 
So you have to pretend like we friends, even though you really calling me the N word when I'm. And don't go talking shit because you might catch these hands. (laughs) They're not going. They're going to talk shit to an extent, right? They're going to say like, yeah. They gonna say shit too. Yeah, because my 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 amendment I always say is, and you can be racist without being disrespectful. So yeah, they racist. They's not gonna say n word to your face, and right? Like that, the yeah, don't do that. They are gonna say that um like these illegals and like these hoodlums yeah. and these thugs, these like it's gangsters, way yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we know what that is. Inner city and all of that is like ghetto. Diff- different. We know ways it, Yeah, of we know what you shit, mean. Yeah. yeah, we know exactly. Uh, what you, you can mean. be racist without being disrespectful mm-hmm. at the same time. So. <laughs> Because my thing I always say is uh, the president has secret service. You don't. Because <laughs> Mark, you might get your ass kicked. So when you go in there, you try to be all big and bad, and then you get knocked out. There's a whole out. series of videos now <laughs> where guys are getting, not white guys, getting knocked out for using that. That's I, a new thing on YouTube now. And I'm going to look it up. And all that. I'm going to look it up. Mm-hmm. There's one old man on the subway, like, which, um,. Him getting knocked out, like, this is an old guy, like, but, yeah, you say shit, you got to back bad, be able to expect those consequences. Yeah. Like, should the um black guy have knocked him out? Probably, Probably not, not, but, but yeah, it is. Like Chris Rock said, but I understand. No, it's like, <laughs> but as a, don't you, but you always claim that you want to be treated like everybody else, so. I understand. It's like, <laughs> like on one hand, I say people shouldn't be um, assaulted for the things they say, but on the other hand, I'm like, I understand that. I, understand. I, I can see, I can, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I probably wouldn't have knocked that guy out, but I get it. I'm like, uh, <laughs> the dude next to me knocked him out. I'm like, I get it. I'm not mad at that. I wouldn't do it personally, but I totally get it, though. <laughs> I'm going to act like I ain't seen nothing. Do, 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 do. So, yeah. All right, man, I forgot to say Mitch McConnell, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, looking like a turkey with his little waddle. He like, don't he like a chicken or a turkey or something? <laughs> He likes something like that. You ready to wrap this shit up? Yeah. On his bitch ass. Just <laughs> bitch ass. Get this. the hell up out of here. <laughs> wrap up not another damn podcast 108. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for listening. I truly, truly appreciate each and every one of you supporting the podcast all this time. If you want to support us further, like our Facebook fan page. Also, subscribe, share, rate, review, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeart. Um, what else we got? SoundCloud. I forgot. <laughs> TLC Talk Radio with Tasha. Shout out. You can also hear us with your Alexa device. Just say, hey, Alexa, just say, Alexa, play not another damn podcast. Hey, Alexa, play not another damn podcast. I'm tongue tied now. <laughs> say that. You'll hear our podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, um, you can follow me at Ozman the Wizard on Instagram and Twitter. Oz Radio on Snapchat and Facebook as well. And check out OzRadio.net. Still a work in progress, but I have all your current hits there. Also, you can check out The Bomb, where I give you the 90s and 2K classics. I'll send the link for that if you like it. And you can check me out, MSIMAH626 on Instagram and on Twitter. Also, S-T-R-8-G-U-L-L-E-Y-1 on Twitter. S-T-R-8-G-U-L-L-E-Y-7 on Instagram. Also, like the Straight Gully Facebook fan page. Check out StraightGully.com for your blogs and your vlogs. And for your video needs, check out StraightGullyProductions.com. And shout out to Spirit King. Your videos are popping, brethren. Oh, uh, yeah. And by the way, if you check out Ozman the Wizard on Twitter, you won't hear me say, hello, Twitter world. <laughs> 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 and on that note, I'm Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. And we will talk to you later. Bye. I'm gone. Oh.